welcome, welcome, one and all, to No burr, Tech burr, Talk. Burr. <laughs> to No Tech Talk. Uh, this is our second Zoom call. Thanks for sticking with us. You know, during this pandemic, we're working through it. Like I said last week, the show must go on. Listeners, family, friends, and people I don't know, I have a treat for you. We have my boy. We got my boy. My boy. <laughs> <laughs> You crazy. We have a treat for real. Um, let me first give the introduction. Like I said, welcome to Tech Talk. Um, this is a safe place. We're not trying to be politically correct. We're not trying to be rude either. But you know, the only rule here in No Tech Talk is to have no tech. Okay. Uh, we have a special subject today: finances. Man, we got Let's talk about that money, honey. Today, not only am I giving you no tech talk conversation but i'm giving you news you can use in a time where you can use it okay this is crazy out here and i have a uh, actually a professional he is my friend my brother my well yeah my brother right but yeah. he's also a professional all my friends entrepreneurs professionals i'm a blessed man right i'm just the one that could run his mouth that's how they benefit from me like, <laughs> but no i have a professional here and i'm a I'm going to put his old rap sheet out there. We got Jarvis Leonard. Boom, boom, boom. Hey. He's a native of Alabama, currently residing in the Atlanta metro area and is an advocate for financial literacy. He works in the financial service industry and champions his cause through his company, Leonard Holistic Financial Planning. Okay. LLC. My bad. Let me say that again. <laughs> Leonard Holistic Financial Planning, LLC. He's been in the financial industry going on eight years. His goal is to empower, empower his clients through financial education that produces wise stewardship and ultimately creates generational wealth and legacy. Whew. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Abraham, about. Welcome, Isaac, bro. and Jacob. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome, man. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, I just want to say I'm, I'm proud of uh, your podcast, bro. Like you're doing the thing. This Man, is dope. I'm trying. I'm trying, bro. Like it's like I tell everybody else. I'm not sure if you hold heard all of them, but this is therapeutic for me. Yeah. This is a, this is me. It's me time. Yeah. You know, it may seem like work, but this this ain't a job. You know, this is something I've been wanting to do for a long time, and I, it would I would be remiss if I could not, could not have my personal banker on to spread some of this knowledge. Man, it's, it's important. You have a a very desirable uh, skill, talent. Uh, what's another word? Just people need this, right? Because it's their money. Yeah. So, I haven't been a banker for almost three years. You still call me your well, banker. Well, that's how that's you funny. started, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that you is got, how I started. You've been in so many financial lanes. Yeah. Work here, work there. Did this that money, you know. Probably worked with the, the uh, police and the mob one time. Who knows? No, nah, we don't, we don't do dirty money. Yeah, we don't know. do dirty money. <laughs> money is money. Money is money. No tech. I'm just <laughs> Yeah, right. Um. So how's everything been going before we get into the nit grit? Like how you've been coping with this this whole thing? Staying at everything home, is safe? everything's virtual. You see, I have my my piece here. Yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of how I'm I'm doing business. It's all virtual meetings and um, reaching out to clients over the phone and mm-hmm. uh, Zoom meetings, and that's that's basically it. But it, you know, it's still moving. Um, people want advice during this time, and business owners need to know yeah. how they can cut down expenses. It's 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 still ebbs and flows. It's just in different Ain't ways. Ain't changed for you, huh? Nah, I'm still hustling. <laughs> That's good, and I find it yeah. so interesting um, the different businesses that can still just kind of go in. Like I tell people all the time, podcasting is still here, dog. 
you yeah. know it you might increase make... because you got more people Who listening knows? Hey, that'd be great oh yeah. but how'd you even get into this man like what got you into finances because you know you growing up and i thought about this too before we got on the call um you as a young man a young person in general you can go a lot of different ways right and this is kind of a, a arena to where not many people think about until they need it right much less trying to teach it right yeah. and so yeah, yeah. when did you realize that okay i want to be in this financial space or you know what was the what prompted you okay so like you said i got my start in banking so um i'm gonna take it all the way back to mm-hmm. high school where uh, they had this program. So I, I grew up in a rural area and we had um, what they call trade school. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know, I feel old, but, um, but most, <laughs> I don't think they have that anymore. But um, <laughs> it's where you can go and learn a trade. So okay. the trade I wanted to learn was finance and accounting. Um, mm-hmm. And so I actually started in seventh grade, starting with oh, wow. uh, computer, um, what is it, Com- uh, computer literacy, mm-hmm. I think it was, where you just learn how to, how to uh, um, type and all of that yeah. kind of stuff. The basic business skills that you okay. that you need. Like a little business class, yeah. right? There you go. So we had those starting in seventh grade, and then I was the inaugurating class. So I from seventh grade all the way up to twelfth grade, I took a um a, a bit of like business classes from the same teacher, Miss mm-hmm. Miss Seals. Shout out to Miss Seals. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Miss Seals taught us accounting, finance financial uh literacy um through uh what was that um oregon trail no no, no. (laughs) it started it starts with an e i can't think of it they still use that program in schools now to uh teach financial literacy to students Mm -hmm. it's a great program i have to i have to figure it out yeah Um, figure it out but um Got got certified through that in high school. Okay. Um, and then got was able to get like an extra like tassel or whatever for being, uh, I guess business certified because I took all these mm-hmm. business courses over the years. So I knew I wanted to go in business in college because I okay. didn't do all of this for nothing. So uh, finance at UAB was was what I went into. Dope. Um, but I've always been somebody who wanted to make some money. So <laughs> while I was there. I was uh, able to convince uh, uh, Miss Veronica Perry to hire me as a teller in the Western Hills Mall uh, uh, regions. So if you you from Birmingham, (laughs) okay, I'm just gonna say that. That's how you start right there. You know about Western Hills Mall. (laughs) Okay, where you picking up bullet shelling. Give you an idea uh, if you're not from uh, (laughs) Birmingham, Western Hills Mall is the gym. Of uh, Birmingham, where you can, yeah. you know, and I love my people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's, I love it's, not. It's, I love my people. Good folks over there. I had a couple girlfriends over there, man. But you know, it's a little rough. Old ladies will feed me on the regular. You yeah. hear me? Oh, oh, the old hey, listen, baby, you, candy you ladies. Like a, you go get to get you your a fish plate. Need a little meat on your bones. Let me but bring you a plate. From the financial place, though, it's a little rough, right? Coming up. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, I'm glad you segued into that because look, we gonna have, you have to keep me on task because we brothers, so we'll we'll go straight into regular. We'll go into regular. To the first episode, I, I'm so off off the cuff already. I'm trying to stay focused, keep it right, right, <laughs> right. We forget that we're recording for these people. But anyways, <laughs> um, uh, so 
as uh, starting there in Western Hills, uh, and you know that 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 community, you know, it's it, it suffered. Like mm-hmm. they closed the Walmart down. I've never yeah. seen a Walmart closed down, but the Walmart right there that was on um, technically in Fairfield, yep. um, Western Hills Mall, technically in Midfield because it's right there on the on the line mm-hmm. there. So um, a disparaging community, and so I just saw people who just didn't know a lot of the basics around financial literacy mm. like what a what a bank account even was like that like that like they're just underbanked as a as a community right okay. so i started there as a teller um i ended up transferring and going part-time because uh schoolwork got a little more hectic so i had to transfer and i transferred to the woodline branch in front um on lakeshore Okay. So matriculated there. From there, I was able to get into the operational side of banking mm-hmm. and learn it. So like um, balancing the like the branches accounts and making sure that the branch had enough cash flow. So I got promoted mm-hmm. to operations manager of a branch and then went into um, more. So I, I was able to refer people over to uh, financial representatives, but um, I knew I had more to give. Yeah. So I eventually segued into the banker financial representative role mm-hmm. where that's kind of where I flourished and kind of really got my my feet wet. Um, I was able to uh, kind of champion some refin- refinancing um, initiatives in, in, in that community because I yeah. ended up going back to Fairfield, that Fairfield Millfield area. Um, and I was out. Right, with some more hey, cloud. Hey, went back. Okay, <laughs> back then. Now I'm back, y'all. What's up? Right, hey. right, right, right. So I, I came back, and then I was able to actually a lot of people. I was able to actually through education because they was having a hard time. They had people, um, elderly people with 800 uh, credit scores, um, in eight percent, seven percent, six percent interest rate mortgages. Which, oh man, that's high, which, right? That's very high for a mortgage because it's yeah. a collateral loan, right? For sure. We'll dig in, we'll dig into yeah, that yeah. later. But yeah, but so um, I was able through education, like they just they just needed to be educated. So like I took the time to sit down and like if you know me, like elderly, I'm old. I'm I'm mm-hmm. an old soul. Old soul so for sure. I can talk. Look, I can talk <laughs> to grandma. Grandma is my sweet spot. I you mean, know what mom, I mean? let's go. Right. <laughs> Right, right, right. So uh, I was able to kind of just educate them on the savings that they were missing out on by not refinancing, you know, and not and not just being stuck in what they know, yeah. but being able to push them to, you know, think about, and they were able to put their trust in me. And so we were able to save a whole lot of um, um, elderly uh, um, uh, couples and, 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 and women. <laughs> a lot of money, a lot of money. They were able to pay off their yeah. homes sooner, get that deed free and clear, um, and use you know use that property for leverage for you know other things that they might want want to do for them mm. or their kids or their grandkids or this that and the third. So I knew from there, okay, I'm helping people get out of things. Like I'm helping people consolidate their debt, organize their spending plan. I'm helping people on the you know on the reactive side, right? Mm-hmm. So like I'm coming in to save the day. But what 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 if I was able to educate them on the front end and maybe mm-hmm. prevent them from getting to this point in addition to help them thrive and, and become even better. Right. So not only obviously, you know, you trying to rank up in the business for the money and the prestige and because you've been there for so long, but it was a kind of a call to action to you to exactly. 
to be a better person. So that, that says a lot about you as well. Um, I'm not sure if I would have did that. For me, like you said, about the money. I don't really care. If you don't know, it just don't know. You know what I'm saying? I got my friend. Yeah. Now talk about me in a second, how you helped me out uh, tremendously. Probably brought my credit score of like 150 points, you know? And uh, But what's good about it and what's hard for me, for sure, is getting in business with somebody, um, I guess, financially. Because, for yeah, for one, obviously, it's my money. Right. But for two, you have to know that they genuinely care about you because he's like hey that's probably one of the most sensitive subjects ever top three at least my money emotional like it's emotional like people people how are you able to relate to people when you're talking about their money like what 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 do you feel like you have other rather than if i was to do everything you did and be in the same space what's different about jarvis i'm kind of um i'll say i guess i'm kind of empathic where um like I said, like money is emotional. Okay. And so I can kind of, I don't know, it's weird. Like I can kind of sense people's emotions and I know kind of like in the midst of a conversation. They call that discernment. Mm, come Jesus on. Name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I, I, I kind of have discernment specifically on like people's emotions. So like as I'm conversing with someone, yeah. I can kind of gauge um, when we're speaking of about a certain subject, okay, that's a tender spot for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, we need to talk about this, but we need to talk about this in a more tender tactful. manner because tactful and tender. That's right, why I might, couldn't do it. We might need some tact that day. Right. We <laughs> might need a little tact that <laughs> that's day. That's why I couldn't do it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, you're good. You're good. No, but like in a more tender manner because yeah. with this, with this particular subject, this is a sensitive spot for them because they, they don't feel adequate, especially, um, us as black men right mm-hmm. like we like my 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 black male clients sometimes they feel like they have to have it all together because that's kind of what society puts on to us mm-hmm. and so and so you kind of are bearing yourself a little bit and being vulnerable when you're sitting down with a financial planner because okay. my job is to find all of the places where your financial plan is lacking right mm. and build and build those places up right okay and so that can that can be scary for somebody who you know especially our type a personalities and you know very controlling people um that like you know they they just know that they've done everything that they think that they were supposed to do but if you don't know then you don't know and if you're not educated you can't make wiser decisions uh you can't steward your resources effectively and you can't can't meet these goals the way that you mm-hmm. want to meet them you know what i mean yeah that makes sense yeah. okay yeah. so you're moving up the ladder and when did i'm gonna have my own business kind of spark in your brain the entrepreneurial bone the the grind yeah right? starting the business when did the grind approach you or did it come in a dream did it <laughs> not a you? dream did it did, uh, a, did a random kite hit you in the park one day you just holistic came up or what, what happened man i don't think even think we ever talked about how it even sparked up no we didn't uh this is good good okay <laughs> kill two birds with one stone right. um no but but, <laughs> but no so uh what i ended up uh doing was at the time of being a banker I'm, I'm moving up um i got put on um the i was the only uh non-branch manager on a um regions at work initiative i worked at regions bank okay. um uh, regions at work initiative so um i was working with uh different business owners and i started to help business owners. so i knew i had 
um, a passion for helping businesses grow and help people uh, educate themselves. Mm -hmm. So I started to um, around finances. So I started to shadow our financial advisor. So a licensed financial advisor. So this is someone who has their series seven um, and series 66, or they have their series seven, their series 63 and 65. So these are, these are FINRA um, certifications. What is that? Oh, in, in a nutshell, for the people at home. And yeah, me, yeah, so that, that's the regulatory, <laughs> that's the regulatory um, agency that regulates uh, people that can do investments on someone's behalf. Okay. 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 Or, or give yeah. or give or give uh, investment advice, right? Okay. Cool. Because it's not enough just to save people money, but you need to know how to grow their money as well, mm. right? Because compound interest is real. Okay, and you can and you can do a lot over a span of time with compound interest, right? Okay. Especially in in the market. That's even biblical. I can show you the scripture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just say like uh uh I, in our community is just you know dealing with the market. What I have found in the eight years that I uh-huh. have been in the financial industry, dealing with the market is a sensitive subject for us because we're, we don't know a lot about it. So therefore we shy away from it altogether. It's funny you bring that up. Um, I had to mention this too, and I didn't even have to write it down because I just, it always pops up in my head. Okay. So financial literacy in the black community, mm-hmm. right? We always talk about and hear about generational wealth, health, mm-hmm. um, how our white counterparts, okay, love y'all, but it is what it is. Um, well, let's just say Grandpa Soap, right? They got a 400, they have a 400 year uh, advantage. Uh, head, head start. They got a right. 400 now, year advantage. Me and you can have this conversation, but do you, so how real do you think that is? Not that I'm saying it's not, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Cause some people would be like, I've even Super heard real. black people say this. Well, no, if you just work hard and do the American dream, you can have all this too. Y'all just did it in third. So how do you? You can. I'm, I'm, taking, to to, I'm taking to the roots of finances, and, and as far as a, especially a black male that we talk about, right? Yeah. Not to get too deep into slavery because I don't want to be the dead horse. But how do you feel about that? And do you feel like, uh, what's the word? Do you feel obligated to the black community now that you're in this space to help, or do you give that nod? Hey, bro, come on, man. Let me just because you did it with me, right? We cool, right? You know, but. Is, is, do you feel like it's like a chip on your shoulders to where you like you owe it to the, the next black man or the next black family to give them like a step up? So like, yeah. I'm, I, I'm not saying you, like, you your services is going to differ between black and white folks. I'm right, just right, saying right. like on a personal basis, like. Do I have a passion for specifically yeah. my, my community? And definitely I'm like first, like first and first and foremost, I'm a child of God. Secondly, mm-hmm. I'm a black man. Right. right. So uh and i and i took some african-american studies class at uab and um kind of open your eyes on that too huh man it's like <laughs> I, I like like shout out to professor morgan at uab hey. uh miss kathy morgan bria's mama she was my okay. professor yeah hey. so um like un- like just you like super woke so mm-hmm. uh i was a little too woke at, at one point <laughs> you need to go through them stages, man. You, you got do. to. You do. But Th- that's that's my thing. Is like, okay, me and you could talk. You can be woke. We can start our own podcast about Black Power or whatever else. But there's a certain amount of professionalism that I feel like you have to have in your in your business to where 
okay, you do one thing to quote unquote black, right? Or for somebody, then you're just named as that, that guy. Oh, you must be that black investment guy or whatever. Right, 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 right. So it's right. a fine line you have to walk, right? That's true. Uh, because so. Or you don't care, right? It's so, it's so, <laughs> it's so, it's so multifaceted. It's so multifaceted. Break it down for me. Because, okay, so on the um, financial advisor side, we only make up one to two percent of all financial advisors in the black United folks. States in the United States of America. Black folks. Dang. Yeah. And and for black women it's even less. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. So if you want to talk to somebody about financial planning, it, you're hard pressed to find somebody that you can trust like one tr- yeah. that you can trust one and then two, someone that looks like you. Mm-hmm. So like it, immediately we're discouraged, right? Mm-hmm. Two, uh, I'm going. I'm going to take it back to slavery for like two seconds. Go for it. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, as 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 our white, you know, white counterparts were, you know, building wealth and creating generational wealth and passing down wealth and letting compound interest and inflation build their wealth. I mean, you talking about passing out damn pigs and land and you know right. houses. And we, right. all we could pass down was our clothes and, and knowledge, pretty much. If you know how right. to read, you was the golden boy in the family, right? Yeah, you, yeah, but you, you can't get no equity out of reading. No, nothing. It, yeah. I mean, you can. You I'm can. just saying that was the you most thing out of educational situations, and then right, but there, to there's no build from there. But there's no, there's no physical property. There are no assets that yep. have been passed down because we, we were assets ourselves. Yeah, we were being passed down 400 years, and then you had. Jim Crow redlining. Redlining is where they made it difficult for African Americans to get more, you know, mortgages and home yep. loans and home ownership. And we all know that home ownership is one of the first steps into creating generational wealth, so that you can pass that down to your right. your uh, kids or whatever. Um, you know, if mom and dad pays off the property, then that goes into the family estate, and then and you boom, keep that house. Don't sell it. You you don't you keep the house, you make it a rental property, or either you develop the land and do something. You know, land is land is gold. Land yeah. is rich. Don't people in Monopoly, the person who owns who owns the uh, land, the land owns it all. Owns it all, right? So mm-hmm. that's real. So um in addition to as we came out of that and we started, you know, creating businesses and creating generational wealth. It was it was bombed. Like I don't mm-hmm. know if you heard of uh, Black Wall Street, where it was a fire and they burnt it all down. That was not yeah. the only one in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That was not the only one. Mm-hmm. There was there was one in Rosewood, Florida. Like there were several pockets where the you know there were um, black communities that had created their own uh, uh, economical structure, and mm. and it was. It was uh, uh, raided. It was it was burnt down. Just haters. Just some haters. You know they can't let us be great. I mean, it was <laughs> it was it was it was the times, uh, and it was you know super wrong. But like you know that's that's how the America you, was at that time. Did you see that movie, The Banker? Have you heard about that? The one with um, the dude that say uh, Samuel Jackson and the other guy who's the new Captain America, the Black Captain America. I haven't seen it's it. It's on I don't know if you have Apple TV Plus, but that's a plug for I them. do. Bro, it's called The Banker and pretty much I think it's like 1950 something, but him and this other in, black investor, uh Oh, you know I'm already gonna watch that. Yeah, that's- it's dope. <laughs> it's it's right down your alley. Okay. So basically they um hired this white guy to be the face of mm-hmm. the company. 
because mm-hmm. whenever they try to go buy businesses or something, they would see their face and it'd be a whole thing, all racial and stuff. But the white guy, and and it's I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Let me let me not let me not spoil it for you. But pretty much they were they owned so what they would do is to go buy houses, businesses that were doing really well. But what it, where it started to mess up, they went to buy a bank, and that's where like they went move from like residential to commercial, then to like actual a bank, so they could actually give loans out to other mm-hmm. black families. And these would be like right. doctors, you know what I'm saying? Like right. these were credible loans, whatever. And at time, like some people that they can like you know agree with. The crazy and, thing is, my father-in-law and um and and his dad started a credit union to do that very thing in Gaston, Alabama. There you go. And it's it's pioneers, man. Like I think really think it was pioneers. Just imagine if nobody had the idea on the financial sec. Because we just talking about okay, cool, you go from freedom, all right, the owning things, all right, having my family. But somewhere along the line, they say, Hey, like my people need to know about finances. This is important. And because right. people are so focused on the right now. I want my money right now. I don't want to save. I don't want to do a CD or instant gratification. Yeah, they want to do all this stuff. And so Man, your job is so invaluable. It's it's beautiful. Let me applaud you again. Um, another question I wanted to ask you uh, was about. I mean, let me make sure I'm going according to your schedule. Let me go on here. Um, a spending plan. Yeah. Okay. What's how was that? Why is that so important? On how you spend and things like that. We, we're trying to drop these gems for y'all, man. We got the professional here. Yeah. So let's talk about your time. So at your job, uh, if you're clocking in and clocking out, right, mm-hmm. you, you're on a schedule, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about time management. If you don't put like, okay, at this time I have this meeting at this time, I have this meeting at this time. I have this meeting time gets away from you because there is no scheduling around that time. Right. Mm-hmm. So that means things don't get accomplished as effectively because there's no efficient plan around your time in that day, right? Yeah. You, you're in school. Like when you study, you have to have pockets in which you study so that you right. can be efficient. And, and and your wife, who's about to be a doctor, Yay. boom, Bow. shameless, <laughs> shameless plug, cousin. Uh, uh, like I know she has to like have oh, her yeah. time. Like it's crazy. I know it is. We have but, arguments about that time. Yeah, because she, she she has a goal in mind. So she does. She, I got to so calm she, down. <laughs> I'm she's sorry. breaking that time down. Your money is the same way, okay. right? If there is no plan around every dollar, every penny, then it goes to the wayside. Every dollar, right? every penny, I can't just round up? I'm every playing dollar, devil's advocate, right? Every dollar, every penny. Okay. All right, because cause pennies add up, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? So like you just it, it depends on how efficient you you want to be. You know what I mean? So like I'm not saying like I know that people here plan they hear no fun. Mm-hmm. No, you just plan your fun. Okay, so <laughs> so I'm gonna spend these two hundred dollars and we're right. gonna go here. Okay, you want them new Jordans? Okay, let's put it in the spending plan and in the budget. Okay, but you so also you know like, you gotta make a sacrifice. Right. You okay. So I'm not gonna be able to eat out that much. Instead of steak, night. it's ramen noodles. But I got you know them jays though. Right. I got them jays though. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So that's 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 the that's the essence around the spending plan. And I wanted to show some resources. Um, our small group at our church are doing what we call uh, it's called Crown Financial. Okay. Make sure I put that in the description as well because I'm gonna put the recording for the podcast. It's gonna go on YouTube. 
Okay, cool. So yep. it's called Do Well by Crown, a uh, biblical financial study. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people are like, ooh, Dave Ramsey. And Dave Ramsey, cool. Um, I just I just don't think that it's his, his principles are the whole view. He mm -hmm. has some great principles, and he helps a lot of people. But... Um, very general, I, right? Right. It's not a holistic view. Okay. Ooh, of, slight plug. Hey, holy... <laughs> Right. They probably already forgot. <laughs> right. Holistic financial planning LLC. LLC. Leonard Holistic right. Leonard Holistic <laughs> Financial Planning LLC. Yeah. LH LHFP for short. But yeah. Um Ooh. all right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So when it when it comes uh to uh financial planning, uh this is a great this is a great tool for just financial education. Okay. Um it gives you a great view, especially as Christians. Um um, I know my first, my first plug was ownership for me, for me. Um, and yes, I, I serve Christians and non-Christians, you know, oh, we're about I, to get I into that real soon. Go ahead. I, I don't just, mm -hmm. I don't discriminate, but, but for me, I don't own anything that I have. I'm just stewarding over what God has blessed me with. Amen. Right. Right. So, so I don't want him to be like, bro, you suck at stewarding my stuff so i can't really give you no no nothing more no matter you know you're like your my your works are going to be futile because better quit preaching right bro, bro because like you can't be faithful with this little bit that i got right here for you okay so let so let me play devil's advocate because i have i have to uh be a voice for the people as well and this is the same thoughts that i have or had rather tithing okay okay I've had, man, I think I even talked about it a little bit on one of the other podcasts, but I've even had people hit me up multiple times in my inbox, man. Like, you, know, you talk about tithing, this and the third. I work at McDonald's or like, I ain't got all that money. So, I mean, I know this is a whole like sermon in itself. Right. So how do you implement tithing? Well, how have you implemented tithing into your financial um, plan if you want so to do one, that? So one, God is awesome. He makes tithing not an amount, but a percentage. Okay. So it's scaled to wherever you are on the income spectrum, mm -hmm. first of all, right? And so for me, in my in, in my ideology, none of it really belongs to me in the first place, mm -hmm. right? So he, he's just he's just letting me he's just letting me steward over ninety. He's just like, bro, let me just get ten off of that so that I can uh you know feed the homeless or so okay. that I can uh 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 I don't know uh. Uh, build a church in East East Zimbabwe, right? So that, so that they can know about me. Like, like if he just need ten percent, or so I can keep the lights on at my local church. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it's such a deep topic, I know everybody like, bro, but I don't trust Pastor Jay. He got a Rolls Royce at the parking lot. I want to hit on that so bad. Okay, I, well, that's a whole nother I know. Issue. I know. I just had to say it, let everybody right, know I that say, we that's can't a whole go that issue. That's a whole nother issue. I'll sum you know it up I mean? like this. I'll sum it up like this. And I tell everybody, I even told uh, my homeboy the other day. And this is just, you ain't got to believe in God, right? I keep it really simple. I think you have to do this because a lot of spiritual topics just so, go so deep. All I right. know is when I started making the decent amount of money, and I mm -hmm. grew up, whatever, right? All I know is if I got $1,000, if I didn't mm -hmm. pay that 100 that mm -hmm. $900 was gone, $1,000 was gone in like a week and a half. Yeah, and I did pay that hundred. I mean, I, it, it was a stretch, 
Yeah, and I'm saying, that's the basic way. That's the most basic way I can I can put it is God will bless your sacrifice. That's what it is. Right. Don't worry about. Malachi, huh? Go ahead. No, I'm just. You know, I'm just saying. I ain't trying to get too biblical. On the no, we almost done. I promise. No, I'm <laughs> just saying. That, I'm just saying that Malachi it says if you don't pay your tithes, it's like putting money in your pockets with holes in it, and it's yep. just gonna it's just gonna fall out. Yeah. So I need all my coinage, you know, or and all I of his coinage that man. I get to have. So. <laughs> I just tell so, people to try God. That's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah. Is just try it. You, you may not have tried it before. Give God an opportunity to prove you wrong. Right. Tie your 10% and watch him change your life. All right. right I'm done. And, and I would say, <laughs> and I would say, start with where your, where your faith is. Yep. If you like yoga, I don't know if I got faith no. to put I that 10 in. I got 5% yeah. right now. Okay. Start with your five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Start with your five. But I, I would, I would, you know, Admonish, you know, everybody like push towards that, push towards that ten percent. I'm telling you, man, I've, I've missed times. I've I missed it before. Like one time, I forgot to pay tithes, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about stuff. Just start car need to be fixed, lights went out, you. just all just random just stuff. Like, and I'm like, and the first thing I thought, did I pay tithes? And it was like, <sighs> right. And it's I'm almost scared not to do it now because I I noticed the increase, and I definitely know like I God, but I ain't not. You know, you had to get yeah. a new tire. I ain't not if you got to do so. <laughs> okay, so yeah. in in the plan, uh, what type of mindset, and this is me, people, right? What type of mindset mm-hmm. do I need to have when I'm undertaking, like, a new financial lifestyle, right? My, my stuff mean? is everywhere. Like, if I come into you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I came to you even before. What type of mindset do I need to have? Like, you said, obviously, you got, are you, how serious are you? How much do you want to save? This, that, and the third. What do you think is important in trying to start a new financial journey? So I'm just frivolously spending my money and making ends meet, pay it when I pay it. Nothing structured. Um, how do I start? What's a good starting place? Yeah, so I I center all of my meetings around my uh, clients' goals. So what I do first okay. is I sit down with them and have a detailed conversation with them. I'm going to get to know you really well. Okay. We're going to be, <laughs> because I'm dealing with, like, I'm going to be dealing with you for a lifetime. I'm helping you save for yeah. you, your kids, your kids' kids. Like, we we in a relationship, even in you don't even know mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. So uh, um, we're going to have a, a detailed conversation where I can really understand who you are um, what what are your goals? Um, I think a standard goal across the board is to have a certain amount of savings uh, for emergencies, right? Okay. So um, an emergency is not like, oh, dang, uh, I need the new Mac because it got like exactly. extra memory. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's not an emergency. So emergency is what's happening right now, the coronavirus, right? Mm-hmm. So people who are, who are being furloughed, people who are having to file for unemployment, people who uh, are contractors and they they can't get work right now, mm-hmm. right? Um, all of those people who have set up some type of uh, three to six months, uh, right now, like right now, six months, um, saving stash would be very helpful to mm. people who don't have income because that's kind of how long it's going to take before some of this stuff can kind of you know yeah we can get our new normal right For sure you, you can insulate yourself with savings right whereas you know things in life i'm a 
Okay, I I I like scripture because me, me and my guy are cool. So no like, <laughs> right in the in the uh, in the Bible it says, "In this world you will have trouble, but be of good cheer because I've overcome the world." Yeah. All right. So he already he gave your heads up, like, bro, stuff gonna go down, right? Things yeah. are gonna happen, but if if we have a way to insulate ourselves, um, um, to kind of you know give us a shock. When though when we have those blows, for sure. then then that that's really what that that savings is for, right? So that as you're building things, you're not having to liquidate assets just to survive. So you gotta bite your bullet and have some discipline, right? You that gotta part. just do it. You know, it don't matter how much money you're making or how much how less you're making, you can always save. Is right. right, right, right. My 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 thing is pay God, then pay myself, and then I and then I pay my bills. Yeah, and then I go out to eat, and then I do other things. But play God, pay myself, and then everything goes. So at the end of percentage, God's ten percent. What's myself? My ten percent. What right. do you recommend? Your ten percent, or whatever your your savings goal is. So like right now, we, my wife and I are on a, on a on a savings goal journey to uh to get our savings up. So because starting a business ain't cheap. Praise mm-hmm. Lord, everybody. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, so uh, we're we trying to get our savings back up. So we're, we're, we're on an aggressive spending plan where we have uh, a, an amount coming out of each check. Every time okay. she gets paid. So you don't even think amount, about it. I don't even see it. An amount, I just see that savings grow. An amount automatically goes to that, to that savings account. And then okay. what, I, what I like to do is I like to round up. Like we got a little extra cheddar here, here and there. I might get a bonus or mm-hmm. things things of that nature or, you know something might come in for for me because I, I am a contractor worker um i like to put a little extra in mm-hmm. um my savings because for me i like to see that grow right? okay so it's it's indirectly you kind of like tricking yourself for the right reasons right so it's like setting up that i take 10 percent of my check this month mcdonald's or wherever i work business you know right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's putting those um what's the thing Putting those things in place so that way you ain't got to stress or worry about discipline or things like that. That's a good Correct. look. Yeah. Okay. What about debt? I'm a listener right now. Um, no tech talk. I'm in crazy debt. What do I do, Jarvis? Um, so first thing. first thing, let's let's think about debt. Let's let's talk about our ideology around debt because as an American society, we've been conditioned that like debt is a necessity and it's not right what you mean we've been conditioned like we've been conditioned via uh credit card ads okay or or everybody got debt um, it's okay right 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 everybody got debt it's okay uh student loans like like that we're we're telling kids to take loans out to go to school instead of maybe finding because i didn't even know these existed maybe find a work uh they have they literally have work study programs or tuition reimbursements programs mm-hmm. uh uh apple apple has one yeah, there's certain sure job there there's certain jobs uh regions have one as well there's certain jobs that will pay you to go to school if you're getting a um financial degree. degree or whatever. right if you get in a degree in that in that in that room i think um apple it doesn't matter what degree you're getting yeah i don't yeah so um it's just i i our our and i say our because that includes me because i've i've had to restructure my thinking like debt is not a not a necessity mm-hmm. right 
And we're like, okay, well, how can I build credit if I don't have any debt? We'll get to that too. But because um, okay. you, you need to know how you need to know how credit works. But I just want to attack that first. I want to attack the ideology around debt being a necessity. It's not a necessity. Okay. And, um, like an ideal thing for for me would be had I known what I know now that I would have not gotten into any debt outside of may, maybe a mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to purchase a home. And then at that point, I would want to put down a crazy down payment to where, and then accelerate my payments so that I can knock that out as soon as I can. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, because like the, the, um, the, um, what's the saying? Cash is king. Mm-hmm. It, re- it really is. The, the one who owns the most assets outright has the most leverage. Okay, the most okay, and there's, liquidity, they say. Yeah. Right. So right. You're <laughs> right. So so you, you don't want you don't want to be stretched uh too thin, right? Um mm-hmm. so when it comes to debt, if you're in crazy debt, I would say use the snowball um method, right? Okay. Uh, that's an, that's another thing that's taught in this book. Also, oh, this book is dope too. Boom. The worst financial mistakes in the Bible and how you can avoid them. Written by Chuck Bentley. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to tell you. Ben, like, given the books and everything. Okay. I'm trying to tell you. Like it's But you edu- you constantly educating yourself, which I get boom. Yeah, I, I constantly I constantly I constantly am looking up different resources for me. Correct. Mm-hmm. Me and me and me and my wife. Because I'm not at the mountaintop. Like mm-hmm. I, I know what the mountaintop looks like now, so I know what 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 I'm shooting for, mm-hmm. right? But I, I'm I'm just let's something let's to say as well. It's just it don't matter who it is, Dave Ramsey, Chuck, whoever. Pick up a book, right? You know, right. go learn something, and right. because everybody always posts on Facebook, oh, I, I'm about to buy a house at four. Like I was seeing people go on Facebook for financial advice. And I, maybe you got that one friend that happened to be a, a Jarvis or something, but what? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, don't, I think for me, um, and this is early me, including myself, they, people are just lazy and they don't want to do the necessary. They want the money, right? And like, but they don't want to do I the work that, to get out that day I've, or to be, be great. Yeah, because we're, we're, we're just not disciplined. And I won't even say as a community, as African-Americans, I'm just saying period across, across the board, like as Americans, we're just not a very disciplined society. We, we really admonish uh, uh, immediate self-gratification, like immediate gratification. That's what I think the difference um, is. You might go over like somebody's house. Oh, you got it made. You got this in the third. The only difference between you and that rich person is discipline and, my, and self-control. In my opinion, right, and then and then in addition to, we don't really know if they're rich because we don't know if they own this stuff. Did you see the Tiger stuff. King? <laughs> <laughs> did you see? I did see Tiger King. Oh, but it didn't even own the Lamborghini, bro. He did, it wasn't even his. It, not. it was not. <laughs> At it was, home, it was least, he was, it was renting the it. mansion, but he tried yes. to put on the front. Yes, yeah. People, people can front. Like people, some people can't afford to front. They they Ooh. might not can afford their lifestyle. They can afford to front. Yo, and sometimes that's they can't. Af- sometimes they can't afford to front. But they just holding on for their life. That's let's, that's a book. That's a book title. That. You heard it here first. Can you afford to front? Can you afford to front? <laughs> can you? Let's not. Ooh, okay. So, and we're gonna get into the credit real soon. 
uh, two questions. Well, I just asked one question. Okay. How many credit cards is too much? Because I've heard a lot of different things. Uh, you need one, at least one department store card. Do you need, you know, one of these? You got to have this one. Um, and we're not going to get into all the benefit. We could, but uh, so how, how many credit cards do you think is like, what's essential at the bare minimum? I need a this, a this, and this, or just a, just a this, or what? Because um, they, they say, do serve their purpose responsibly. So, I mean, and we're back with no tech talk. We haven't said it. All right, go ahead. Corona can't keep us down. Uh, right. <laughs> no, but uh, you were asking me uh, what what uh, amount? Of yeah. What What's the essential? I like, I guess, credit or type of credit cards? Do you think that you need or need to have? I would say two. Okay. I would say two. I was, and it depends on. Um, I would say you need one, uh, one bank card just for the banking relationship that you have with that bank, mm-hmm. and then um, maybe one additional. Uh, card for um, uh, emergencies or whatever. And this you know, is something I'm a little versed in because you prompted this in me as well as the different types of credit cards right. um, that you can have for, for your goals. So right. ours is travel for sure. I think we got like that, I don't know, the Amex Platinum or something, but uh, Come on, Amex. Well, I mean, bro, I put everything on that card. See me and her? We put everything. You know, right. we, bought, we just got a, a Mac but about two months ago, about two grand. Boom, put it on there. Put it on there. I want them points. I'm trying to go to Cabo, right. France, right? And because that's our thing. They also have credit cards um, for But what food. do you do when you get that bill, though? <clears throat> Up and instantly, pay it off. I try Boom. to pay it early. They called me one time, like, you know how to pay this, Mr. Coates? Yes, I do. Leave me alone. Because <laughs> Capital One lets you pay it anytime. American Express, they want you to let it accrue and you can put- We tapping into credit for a minute. I want to go back to debt for like one okay, second. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, you good. But no, uh, I'm going to go back to debt for one second. So uh, for that person, because uh, I didn't get to explain the debt snowball. Oh, yeah, so yeah the, you're right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So the debt snowball would be if you're in like a massive amount of debt. The debt snowball is, um, if it is so it's two situations. So if you are still have active open credit lines, mm-hmm. go through each credit line and see which one has the highest interest rate and which one has the lowest interest rate. Okay. okay? You want to start paying the one that has the highest interest rate the most aggressively and then pay the minimum amount on the other ones. All right. Okay. Okay. Because we know interest compounds and on debt interest compounds, not in your favor, whereas mm-hmm. in investments and, and certain savings accounts, interest compounds in your favor. Okay. Okay. So we want to beat down, you know, the, the interest that's not compounded in your favor. So you want to start with the one that has the highest interest rate and start uh, and, and knock that one out, put most of your efforts towards that one. Then once that one's paid off, you go to the one that has the next highest interest rate. And then the payment that you paid on that one and the one that you, the minimum you've been paying on that one, you add those together and then you mm-hmm. put that towards that one. And that's, that's why they call it the snowball because before long, the one that has the lowest interest rate the payment on that one will be, you know, very high mm-hmm. uh, because you'll be putting, you know, if you've knocked out all the other ones, putting you'll be putting all, all of that money it, yeah. towards that one, right? Yeah. Um, now, the, uh, the other option is, now, if some of your credit lines have closed, so there's interest is not being occurred on on them any longer, right? So there's there's no more interest on um, being racked up on these because these accounts are closed and they just want you to pay them back, right? Okay you want to go to the one um, that has the highest 
the highest, um, I'm sorry, the one that has the lowest amount. So you attack the one that has the lowest amount. All right. Okay. First. So, on the, so on strategy, on strategy A, the one that has the highest interest rate. Mm. Strategy B, the one that is the lowest amount. Which one would okay. you do? Well, it just depends. It depends. So if I have, what does it depend on upon their finances or? No, no, it depends on. Income? No, no, it depends on the. Um, it depends on which one outweighs the other. What type? Of, no, what type of debt they have? Oh, okay. Right. So if their debt, if they have debt that um, the credit lines that are still open, mm -hmm. they're still going to be being charged interest. So I would do the interest uh, 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 strategy A on that one. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I want to make sure that I'm saving as much money and not being charged as, you know, so much interest. OK. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. OK. And then if like these accounts have been closed because for whatever reason, um, the accounts have been closing. So they're not charging interest on these accounts any longer. I just want to get these, you know, get these knocked out. What you want to do or some of them might be in collections because it mm -hmm. happens. Uh, you want to start paying the lowest amount first and then snowball up. And, and then as you uh, knock out the, you want to start paying the lowest amount first, pay, the, uh, pay, pay an amount on each one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Pay an amount on, pay an amount on each but one. But you're more aggressive on a particular but, account. But you're more uh, aggressive on the smallest one. And then okay. as you pay that one off, then you add that payment into the next one. Um, in addition to what you've been paying mm -hmm. on it. And, and but once you pay it off, up. keep it paid, cut the thing up, whatever. Right. Well, we're getting into credit. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. Well, it's this, it's most, most debt. I'm just well, presuming yeah. is credit card debt. Well, no, that's well, not true. Cause you have, cause you have. That's what I always hear about is it's credit card debt, credit card debt. Like, well, yeah, because that's, that's what's most popular. That is what's most popular. But you have some people who have leveraged their properties. They've taken out oh. two or three, two or three mortgages. You're getting into the gangster stuff now though. <laughs> they've taken out two or three mortgages on their properties and they've leveraged all of the equity out of their, out of their property. And they need to get that down before they lose the house. Okay. Damn. Yeah. I so it's just. That's yeah, good. I don't so know about that. <laughs> right don't don't know about that so but, uh, as far, oh go ahead go keep going i keep no. going on creative cards for some reason oh because i mean it's a just a it's a popular topic yeah yeah but um i i but i would admonish people don't make uh and then this is all i'm gonna say about that don't make debt a necessity debt is not an, a necessity credit is a tool okay and this yeah. is our segue into credit <laughs> <laughs> So, credit, about, credit so what about um using for my uh, female listeners, right? My department store credit cards are they evil? I won't say that they're evil, but think they have about a potential this. to be evil for sure. They they do, but think is it about worth this. getting that twenty percent off of that shirt, banker? <laughs> in the in the long term, no. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why. This is this is this is my ideology. And from all of the successful people that God has blessed me to be around, this is their ideology, and it work it works for them really well. Okay, they got stacks on stacks on stacks. I've <laughs> seen their financial statements. Uh, um, um, when it comes to this department store cards, you have to think about: okay, am I going to shop in Forever Twenty One at mm, forty five? Cause you won't be forever twenty one. You won't. I'm just saying. You won't. 
right and remember what credit is a tool yeah okay because even closing you once you get you, it even closing it hurts you right so once you open it in the first place you still right get because hurt. you right because you built up that credit history so when you close it you just it, drop it, three it years you. yeah exactly 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 look at you remembering bro those. you better hey, hey, hey i learned hey. some dog you know because I, mean? I um yeah exactly I, what I just paid off man and it hurt me i forgot what it was because i just didn't have that history of debt or something I dropped like five points. It came back up, but it was just like, God, it's it's amazing, because this this is the conversation that I was so excited about, um, because I'm trying to ask all the questions that I feel like I did ask you in the beginning, and I feel like I guess kind of most people would want to know because they just don't care. Right. You know, I, like I told you before, I grew up. My dad told me not to ever get a credit card. Don't ever just just pay cash. If you can't pay for it, just don't get it. Right, but. As we grow and learn, credit cards do have their purpose. So how do I use credit as a tool effectively? You know, right. I'm just trying to get into like having a credit card in general or, you know, how do I use it to boss up per right. se? So you want to build credit so that you can, um, uh, you can, you can put yourself in certain situations so that you, um, don't have to leverage all of all of your all of your um, cash, right? Mm-hmm. So think about purchasing a home. If you have credit, then you can get a mortgage and not have to pay that two hundred fifty two hundred fifty thousand dollars upfront, or that three hundred fifty thousand dollars upfront. Yeah. If you live if you living in Atlanta, it's three hundred fifty thousand dollars. I'm in Texas. <laughs> Bruh. That's a two, I'm trying to tell that's you. Two bedroom, two bath. Bruh. <laughs> I was like, we were house hunting the other day, and I was Ooh. like, and we went in, and we went in Fulton County. We live like on the outskirts of Fulton yeah. County. We went in Fulton County, and I was just like, that's all I get mm. for that amount. Ain't but no anyway, that's another story. That's another story. But um, um, yeah. So credit allows you to be able to pay uh, an amount over a longer period of time, so that you so your cash flow doesn't take um, a hit or, or, you know, you can't, you know, afford it. Or if you can't afford it, you just don't want to pay, drop that 250,000. You don't want to drop all of your life savings yeah. on your house and not have, and not have no cushion. Uh-huh. So it allows you to um, um, not, it allows you to leverage your credit so that you don't have to use your assets or your, or your, or your other resources. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's a, it's a tool in that way. Um, so, when you're getting credit cards to buy uh, clothes, which is a depreciating asset, when you're getting credit to buy outlandish cars, when you don't really have a lot in your savings, nor do you have a home, and that's okay. also a depreciate. That's also a depreciating asset. So what am I supposed to spend my credit card money on? <laughs> right. So so if. We- so right, so what what you're saying is true. So like what you what you guys are doing, you're getting this things that you will purchase cash, but you're just using credit to uh, buy it uh, buy it up front, and then you're uh-huh. and then you're waiting for it to post on the bill, okay. right? And then and then you're paying off instantly. The bill. I cannot stress that enough. Right, right. So you're paying off the bill as soon as you get, as soon as you get the bill. Right, right. Or 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 if you just have to within maybe one or two, you know uh payments mm-hmm. um but you're you you're doing that so that you can build uh positive credit history right you're building mm-hmm. on time payment history so that's the number one um i wish i could 
like pull up that pie chart that I used to show you. But that's the um, that's the number one thing that um, uh, deems you on your credit or 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 helps your credit um, increase is mm -hmm. pay payment history. And and they 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 don't like if you if you eighty percent. Oh no, that's you in the terrible. Red. Yeah, you I was gonna red. say eighty. Right. You gotta be like ninety-seven point five at least. Right, right. To be in exactly. the conversation, you missed that right. one payment seventeen years ago. Right, Denied. it's the whole thing. <laughs> right, yeah. Payment payment history is the A one. Mm -hmm. uh, is the number one. Is the number one thing. So when, even if it's the minimum, pay it. Exactly. So don't get down on at least pay your not paying minimum. the whole thing. So it might be a little interest, but hey, pay it, get in a better situation, but just pay something. Right. Don't First just... thing is think about think about it, like think about it before you get it, because um, I'm, I'm gonna throw a little scripture in here again. Do it. And do it. Uh, the Bible says the borrower is slave to the lender, and I, you know, my ancestors came out of slavery a long time ago, and I just prefer not. That to sound like it was willing. in Leviticus. Yeah. <laughs> Deuteronomy. It's right next to <laughs> Leviticus is, hey, judges, all them, hey, it didn't make you feel bad. Yeah. Go ahead. And then, and then he say it again in Proverbs. He just, just in case you didn't get it in, in the beginning, let me throw it right here do in the middle for a, you. Speaking but, of slaves, do not be a slave to the lender. Do not get that cash advance from Title Pond USA. Right. <laughs> yeah, both of those are dead. Like, don't even go their way. Uh, uh, title loans and cash advances. Yeah. So, um, so I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play that too. I'm playing devil's advocate okay. all day. I need the money. I want my money, and I need it now. So is it better to just take that L? It ain't your I, money. What are we talking about? But it is. They can give it to me though, right? That's what I'm they saying. can give it to you, but it's not your money. Cause oh, where where are we getting this money from? In this devil's advocate, we get it from Title J USA. No so Tech Talk you know, USA. Host, right. That's three hundred percent interest that you paying back on that that ain't real that ain't real no it's real it's 300 <laughs> percent. i've seen this, the contract this is what i've heard they i'm telling you I, to I, me. I'm, I'm i feel like i'm the person listening right now like no what you mean but think about where the title loan and cash think about where the title loan and cash events uh, places are yep yeah if you we live in the, if it. you live in the atlanta area it's not they're not in they're not in uh brookhaven or bookhead no. you know they they're in bankhead yeah okay they're they're in they're in east point that's okay. true. That, that's even like uh, you now what? I'm, I'm not even gonna get into it. It's too controversial. East Point is a, is a nice area. It's just most my, a lot of minorities live in that area. But um, there's an amount of targeting, and this is what is important as well on in the financial community. Yes, it is. It's targeted towards people who they know who are gonna go out and spend frivolously. Not even gonna be specific because we all know it. I'm sure we've heard it, but it's like don't be a statistic. Yeah. I had learned. But the, see, same the thing, thing is, right? But see, the thing is. We don't know that we're spending frivolously because we don't know that we've been conditioned to spend frivolously. Or just to want frivolous things. Right, right. And we and and in our mind, like it's the come up to mm -hmm. purchase the new Jordans. Like, mm -hmm. like I came up. Now you came up if you have a, a primary property and then you got two extra rental properties earning you passive income. Then yep. you you came up. It's just you like the Jay Z up. example. You know he saying? first got that money, had the big chain, now he wearing Walmart shirts. You know what I'm saying? Look, but it's, it's so crazy to me, man. But he's a billionaire. But he's a billionaire. billionaire. Let's talk about that. The first entertainment, the first man in entertainment to be a billionaire. And Kanye West is second one, ain't it? 
first African American man. Yeah, second. I think I, you know what? Maybe entertainment for know. sure. I don't know. You know he just got like three point three billion dollars. I heard something about that, right? He a billionaire now. He came back from the, he was in debt and everything. Kanye West, Kanye. Yeah, he probably took some of Jay Z classes right there with him. <laughs> some of the classes. <laughs> I had to I had to look that one up. And to you know even, Kim, you know Kim, a lawyer now. She don't put him on game. Probably. <laughs> but to even give you an idea, I'm not sure how many people looked up uh, Jay Z's uh, like wealth because they have it out there and you know yeah. summarized right uh but the most money he got wasn't even from um his, his catalog no most biggest hits in the world it was some i think of a liquor company all his liquor businesses and some clubs and stuff that he owned mm-hmm. but the point is he saw enough of himself to start that business young even though he had that capital and stuff but it's just it, it could be a small business you're starting it could be a podcast it could be a holistic life whatever right yeah but I, I just don't think that people think that they can start something. And think about, I ain't got think no about money. what you said, though. But think about what you said. Every black billionaire, uh, and I won't say every, but every black billionaire who is, who is selling us something, mm-hmm. right? Tyler Perry sells us movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce sells us music and um and uh, like you said, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you have clubs and and, and yeah, most of his I think saying no about sixty um, percent came um, just from liquor sales. Oprah sells us. Oprah sells us. Oprah sells us entertainment, mm-hmm. right? These are all people. But think about who makes them. African American people make make them billionaires. Mm-hmm. Our our buying power, our buying power is is one of the most most influential buying powers in the in the country as african americans mm-hmm. right and when we hone like when we hone in on a certain on a certain product and we and we are like loyal the market product, knows or to that, that person or to that yep. or to that brand they flood money they flood money to that right wow so like in a positive way in a positive way like like tyler who gives back to the community dope jay-z who does certain initiatives for his his social justice mm. um initiative with meek mill uh for criminal justice reform yep. is fire uh like like he, he's giving back to us right why, why are we making people billionaires who aren't pouring back into our community that's just on that's just on the african-american community tip you know i serve yeah. the masses but i'm just i'm speaking, I'm speaking it, no to it's, for it, like i feel like it has to go back to that though i'm sorry for all my oh, white God. listeners but it does man <laughs> or whoever <laughs> it just because we're two black males right but it just goes back to that yeah and i feel like it's our duty to a certain sense to just remind people hold on it's glitching there you go it reminds people that like, where we come from what we have to do to have that uh sustainable wealth for my right. kids and the, the no tech talk juniors of the world right we have right. to start thinking like this and it's not too early or too late you know um i think Especially my, during this quarantine time like use this man, use grand. this time to work yeah. on your work on your business plan your craft uh work on your craft work on your business plan be smart because mm-hmm. th- these are these are different times you know people are going out of business right now but work on your business plan so that when 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 things rebound, you can you can ride the wave. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so, one of my favorite stories I want to mention as well, because kind of, we've been going for like an hour and a half almost. We will get towards. Oh. I think the last one was uh, your family and assets. Um, one of my favorite stories I wanted to mention was uh, what's the dude that make KFC? The uh, whatever his name is. It's, I can't even think about it. Man, I had it in my head. But pretty much, he was the pioneer early on in fast food. 
So his story is um, he was on a pension. He had, he had like a, a decent, successful restaurant where he was living. Mm-hmm. Um, and then him and his wife, you know, got married. It was like a little, nice little chicken joint. Uh, they, they both retired, just chilling. They couldn't make ends meet. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he had this, like his famous chicken recipe in his restaurant. That, that was probably the best one that, uh, that did well at his restaurant. He took this recipe and I forgot, let's just say it was, uh, I don't know. I forgot what he started at, but he, he went to his city and the state. Now this is like back in, I don't even know, like the fifties, sixties, maybe almost. Right. So he went around to each restaurant, just trying to sell this recipe so he can make commission off of the recipe to make ends meet because the, their pension wasn't making it. Mm. This dude like 70 something, right? Mm. And back in, and so it ain't like- Think about that, his, his pension wasn't making it. His so pension wasn't making it. So he didn't plan properly in oh, yeah. his youth. Yeah, okay. terrible. Okay, so that's shameless plug. <laughs> shameless, pl- shameless plug. Think about, all, you, all you 20 and 30 year olds, think about your retirement plan now. Be, yes. be proactive. Don't be reactive. Be proactive. I can't stress that enough. Be proactive. Put some in that savings. It's not savings that you can't touch Start either. somewhere. Start somewhere. Yep. It don't matter if you say putting $10 a, a week under your, in the shoebox. Work your way up to a bank. Work and your way up to this. D, <laughs> DM me. DM me. Uh, holistic underscore life planner. Oh, I'm going to put it all in there. I'm going <laughs> to let you. Yeah, I'm going to let you say all that. Anyway, so he, let's, I mean, some out of 200, let's just say 200 restaurants, because not only did was he not successful in doing this in his own mm-hmm. state, he's on, he went through the whole Southeast, mm-hmm. driving on a pension, old man, you know, to each restaurant. And mind you, he had to cook this in front of the owner of the restaurant. The mm-hmm. grind it took. Long story short, he got to Kentucky, um, got to a guy, kind of a younger dude, had a restaurant, cooked it for me, loved it. Put on the thing, put on the menu. It was his best selling uh, dish. Mm-hmm. And then, so the guy being young and ambitious, hey, Mr. So and so, whatever his name was, let's just call him the, what's the dude, what's the uh, KFC guy name, the Colonel or something like that? Uh, Colonel Sanders. Yeah, Mr. Sanders, sure, right? Um, we got to make this a business. This chicken is flying off the shelf, blah, blah, blah. Right. That's, and then that's all the early, uh, the early stories and forms of um, KFC. That's origin, how KFC was born. The origin. The, origin the story, origin, right? Yeah, the origin story. Now, th- this same guy, 70s, probably 80 now, after all this stuff is done, he's the reason why we have Dave from Wendy's. He's the reason why we have drive throughs mm-hmm. He's the reason. And then I think Dave even taught the owner of McDonald's all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, white, but, you know, it's what it is. Right, <laughs> and wrong with that. They pass. They pass down they knowledge. Passing it to their brothers, and back they in the day, down knowledge. In that time, it race. It was still a lot of racism in that time. So they're still passing it to their friends, so they can make more money. Uh, I right. think um, he even taught. So I think KFC or Taco Bell. Y'all have to fact check me on this, but they all intertwine. They even taught them about the uh, value menu. So uh-huh. You might, have, you know, what I'm saying the the dollar, you know, McDouble or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, all that started from there. And so if you, if it's, I wanted to point that out because it's never too late to start saving and start living a financially good lifestyle. And for two, right. it's never too late to take a chance on yourself, which is important. You're right. never too old to, oh, I can't, how am I start, you know what I'm saying? Never told to take a chance yes. on yourself, to be the entrepreneur. Have, using what you, th- th- this is just a, a um, small nuggets 
to kind of help you? Because, I mean, we could sit here and talk all day, but the knowledge that you yeah. have, obviously, it's worth paying for. And this is another reason why you're here is to get that information and to be there for somebody. Because just like you did me, you're not helping me now. I mean, I could still call you for different things, but yeah. it was a point and in time. And the thing is, I educate. I educate for no cost. Now, you better charge. <laughs> Listen, I make I make my money different. I, I make my money. Charge, I need to charge yeah. for this podcast. If I if I if I if I hold if, if I hold your if I hold your portfolio, that's that's how I make my money. Yeah, if, I, I partner with you, right? So if I hold well, you your big portfolio, time now, man, you big time. You ain't doing one on ones anymore. You working for businesses and things. Crazy, but yeah, you know? no, but I but that's one thing that's a passion for me. Like I I volunteer okay. to do financial literacy seminars because I I want this knowledge to be in every in every person's in every person's mind um and especially you know our community yeah but everyone i want everyone to know finance i want everyone to be financial literate that's good so last but not least why why is protecting your family and assets so important in the financial realm um so when it comes so like investment strategies so like your your retirement um, strategy that you needed to be thinking about now, 20 and 30 year olds. Um, uh, when it comes to uh, what you've accumulated in your lifespan, so your home, um, if you have, if you did have to get into some debt, right, that is a weight that will be passed down to your family if something forbid, forbid happens to you, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, 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 it's irresponsible not to have some type of um life insurance in place now that's a whole nother podcast in it in itself mm -hmm. um and if you dm we could do a part two holistic bro. underscore life right <laughs> if you dm me in if you dm me in holistic underscore uh life planner uh i can i can have a dialogue with you around life insurance and the different ways that you because a lot of people's thing is well i can't afford life insurance well if you're young you can get a, a term policy yeah right? it gotta be people way like, cheaper well, when you're young right I'm, it is cheaper, but the uh, the the devil's advocate uh, question that people say where I'm throwing money away. Well, no, um, there are certain companies um, and some of the companies that I work with, uh, you can um, take that uh, term policy and you can convert it over into a permanent policy mm -hmm. uh, when when you when you you know when your income gets to that level, right? Yeah. So it's it's just it's just about starting. That's the thing. Start. Just start do something. And, and you can start not even yeah. you don't have to start by putting money and start by having the conversation with someone right mm -hmm. start by having the conversation start by educating yourself start by um becoming a better steward over what you've been blessed with so that god will see fit to bless you with more amen and i'll be an example for sure um you probably changed my life you know you, you probably did bro because I know, bro. I was just gonna say, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I'm a counselor. You know, I, 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 I drop a tear. I drop a thug. I, I drop a thug. No, I'm gonna tell you because I I knew how important it was, and I'm gonna tell you, I called this man probably three weeks straight about everything I had going on: credit cards, finances, finances, debt, buying this. You know, I still call him sometimes. Hey, what's the thing you do? Like even like a, a you get your free credit report once a year. Just those simple things. That should already be a part of your life that you just people just don't know, right? right. And so they don't want to know, but they don't know how to know because it just seems like fi getting financial information is like a secret. It's like this club you right. got to be in to just know all the ins right. and outs, right? The good it's old boy. It's only a secret. It's 
it's only secret if if your family because it's not something that's taught in school it's yeah. only a secret because it is it's or it's oral history mm-hmm. it's or it's oral education that has to be passed down in your in, in familiar familiarly from your yeah. from your family right so if your family has never been in a position to where they needed financial education What's, or have or big, been yeah. afforded to have financial education you won't know unless you go find out yourself or if you feel like you need to go find out yourself right so you, don't, you don't know that you don't know yeah our generation has to be that beginning right We've, i know a lot because um my dad grinded it out you know he worked at a um steel mill held it down for the family doing his thing my mom you know she's working for the uh on the city and put a business out there you know but he she working making the money right now he's retired you know he has property and stuff too so that's already a plug in itself him having that so me and my brother can see okay now we can get property okay now we can go buy a house or rent it out or, or flip a house Right, right. We we all see all stuff that he saw, but everybody doesn't have that. And even still, right. learning all the stuff that I learned, like man, if only my dad would have just gave coat. me this. Yeah, right. But yeah. I, I feel like it's our generation's job to start and to build yeah. and to. It's teach. the information age. Yeah. Start building, teach. Yeah. You know, give back. Not just don't. I right, you get a lot of money. You're a rapper. Teach somebody. You know, you gave you paid for their house, but he still know how to maintain it. I don't know if you ever seen uh what's that what's that show move that bus uh yeah you know somebody one of ABC they yeah, yeah I know just some extreme extreme they, house they, yeah makeover like they that. came out with something maybe like five or ten years later talking about the aftermath of extreme makeover because people didn't know how to spend that money and they got this five bedroom four bed uh four bath house all these bills accruing mortgage problems can't afford this. Because don't know that they got to pay the property taxes listen. and that the property taxes will will increase because your property value increase right so can you, you even pay the property house. taxes and don't even know how to make you even pay the prop can you afford the property taxes though and you catch and it every you year during tax time wonder why you're trying to get extensions to october and they <laughs> and they and they auction off and they auction off your property if you don't pay your property taxes the state will straight back to the bank no, no, no. It goes to whoever purchase whoever I'm pays. The bank up does it. The bank does it, right? Mm-mm. No, that's so that's, they can't that, pay that's if you foreclose. That's if you foreclose. Okay, that's if was, you foreclose. Gotcha. Please yeah. tell me something. No, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you that if you foreclose on, on your mortgage, then uh whoever ends up paying the bank ends up owning the property because the bank owns the property until you pay off your mortgage. Mm. When it comes to property taxes, if you get behind on your property taxes, so you have like families who own property that their parents own and somebody mm-hmm. forgets every year for some reason even though it comes in the mail to pay <laughs> the pro- property taxes um eventually the state will seize the property and sell it to people uh who are willing to pay up the back property taxes and then they'll own the property okay hey yeah all right anything else it's just so much like it's so much it is um, i'm trying i was trying to hit all the hot points man i don't want to no, keep y'all here you did day. you did no you're good um i just uh start investing start say first of all start 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 tithing let's start there start tithing that's that's just my opinion it, it, he blesses you when you bless him uh start saving mm-hmm. uh start investing and then protect protect you know protect start protecting what 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 you have um, and once again, you can hit me at holistic underscore life plan. We're going to let you say that in a second. <laughs> no, uh, as you know, we always end with a scripture on here on No Tech Talk. 
Yes, sir. And each scripture is perfectly tailored for the conversation and my current guest, which is Holistic Life. The job is under the sick. I'm just playing. Now, uh, <laughs> my homeboy, my brother, uh, of course, it's about money, right? But I wanted to come out of First right. Timothy, sixth chapter. Okay. 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 Verse 10, coming okay. from the English Standard Version on the U Version mm. app. That's the best way. Come on. ESV, RSV. Um, Come on. Whatever. Come on, Bishop. (laughs) (sighs) No. (laughs) Anyway, so no, it says. Inside joke. Right. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. That's why I like this particular version, because we already heard Mm -hmm. this, right? So it says, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. Mm. K-N-G-S. I'm going to looked it up for y'all yeah. to be homework. Um, for me, I'll explain it and I'll have you explain it and then you can give all the little plugs, which will be in the description below. Uh, obviously, the first sentence, um, the love of money is a tool. Money's awesome. It's cool. But you have to figure out your why. We mm. all know money could be evil. Like, like Biggie said, more money, more problems. And I didn't understand that in the beginning. Because how could you have more money but have more problems, right? Mm-hmm. It's because you get more stuff. You're leveling yourself up. So if you want a 24-karat uh, gold toilet, got all this money, what's the maintenance on said toilet, right? I'm just giving you an right, example. Right. You want a Lamborghini, right, right. an oil change probably go run you a good 10 grand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the tires, you want even if you want a regular Jeep, the tires on that thing, unreal, yeah. you know? And so I, I kind of started to understand but uh, when you crave it, so you, money is definitely necessary. It's a tool, something we use to buy things and to have a better way of life. When you want money for the wrong things, then it becomes that evil. Because what will you do for yeah. that money? How will that money affect you? Um, you yeah. look like a, a crackhead or something, stealing from their mama to try to get the crack. Like you need that money to, for a means to an end, right? Right. And so you right. think about the worst situation. And like you said, and it's in trusting in God, it's paying your tithes, it's in believing um, that he got you, that when right. you, you, know, you make that sacrifice and show your honor to him, because that's all it is, is tithing, is making that sacrifice and saying, hey, God, I know you got me. I'm showing right. my glory, you know, that honor to you, and then he will bless you tenfold, you know? Right. And uh, that's what that means for me, or bless you fall. <laughs> or less you in debt or less blah, 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 blah. Because I think a lot of these things we talk about spiritually as well, uh, living a spiritual lifestyle and living a financial lifestyle are kind of the same. And I say I'll, for one statement is because a lot of stuff is self-inflicted. Mm. People always say the devil made me do it. Or if I wasn't in this situation, a lot of stuff is self-inflicted. And I even, yeah. you know, use, I even use myself example in this one, but the point is, God thought it was about someone that's gonna like mess me. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? But we mess we mess ourselves up. Right? right. And so like you knew what was gonna happen if you did this, that, and the third, and now you're here and now you're in this bad situation. That could be spiritually or that mm. could be financially. Or you okay. didn't know, or you didn't know um and and because you didn't uh uh get into the word on the spiritual side and on the financial side, you didn't educate yourself. Boom. There you go. All right, so what does that mean to you? Um, I'm I'm gonna talk about it on the love of money side, whereas when uh, when it when it's talking about um, loving money and, and being ruled by money, 
And so when you're loving money and being ruled by money, you're, um, you're craving not just to have it, but to have the things that it buys. And so I think that's when you get into those issues of being in debt, like you said, um, and not realizing that money is a tool. And, it does, and, and in my opinion, it doesn't belong to you in the first place. And, mm-hmm. and when you can see that you're just here to steward it properly, it will serve you well. And that's really what you want. You really want your money to be able to serve you well. You don't want to be serving the money. Mm. Hey, let your money serve you. Don't Drop don't spawns. serve the money. That's what's up. Now, give everybody your social media websites and all that stuff. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> it's gonna be uh, DM me. I love to uh, answer questions. I love I love the, uh, this dialogue. It's For all your financial needs. DM Jarvis. Uh, yeah, whole, uh, it's going to be uh, holistic. So it's going to be H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C underscore financial planner. All together, financial and planner is all together. Okay, holistic underscore financial planner. And I came up with holistic uh, because uh, I wanted people to feel whole and complete when they got mm-hmm. done speaking with me. And we're not just going to pinpoint one thing. We're going to have a full conversation and talk about the whole picture and put these puzzle pieces together so that, you know, we can hang up this, this financial picture, you know, above, above, above your fireplace and you know what you're aiming towards. Right. So we just want clarity and we want you to be, you know, full. So that's going to be, I'm sorry, that's holistic underscore life planner. So that's holistic H O L I. I'm going to put it in the description. Underscore life planner. It's going to be in the description. Have a whole life. Holistic underscore life planner. Holistic underscore life planner. I appreciate you for dropping this, this knowledge. You know, this, this is definitely a paid service. That you're providing the point is you put in the work and the time and the man hours to learn your craft and you still continuing on it i applaud you you're doing the thing you're a prime example of what it looks like to be a man of god and i appreciate you bro for coming on and just letting everybody know kind of the things that you can do to be financially frugal and successful and just just for spreading that, that knowledge man i appreciate you um no with that being said Again, my famous plug, the website is up. Notactalk.com is up. You can go out there and check it out, see a couple of pictures of me. Listen and to every episode. Every episode. Check us out. Inspire. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast as well, there's a donut, donate, <laughs> donut. There's a donate button on there. And you can kind of show love to promote future podcasts, better microphones, better things like that to get, keep giving you good information. Not only on the spiritual sense, financial, you guys heard from you know, entrepreneurs already, authors already. I got a lot of people coming. I'm doing Patrick probably next week. Oh yeah, I'm, that's that's good. I'm gonna figure out how to buy a house from start to finish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a beast. Appreciate y'all. This has been another episode of No Tech Talk. Peace. Peace. <laughs>